Welcome to MacTac. Mike and Kyle talk about cops. With your hosts, Mike Dolan and Kyle Brock. Ride along with Mike and Kyle as they ride along with the men and women of law enforcement. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to MacTac. This is Mike and Kyle talk about cops. I am Kyle. And I'm Mike. (laughs) And he's biting the microphone. Uh, we are back after about uh, three, about just about three months, maybe a, l- a little more. Maybe a little more than that. Of hiatus. Uh, we apologize. Uh, I'll, I'll attribute most of the delay to my fault. But uh, you were you were there too. I was there. I was there for a lot of it. Yeah. Um, so, I could have been doing this on my own. It could have just been <laughs> tack. Mmm, tack. Mmm, <laughs> tack. Mmm, tack. What happened to Ack? And Ack's busy. Ack is busy. So it's just mmm, tack. <laughs> So, mm, just watched. I, uh, in the last few months, uh, I got married. I went on my honeymoon and, uh, finished up a bunch of huge jobs that I had to do. And now I'm back to normal. So yeah. Uh, I just played video games the whole time. (laughs) You wrote a speech. I did write a speech. Yeah. Mike was, uh, the best man at uh, my wedding and he had a very nice speech. It was very nice. It was a very, very nice So I'm going to read it to you guys now. Yeah. Here we go. Unfold it. Okay, so and go. Kyle, mm-hmm. on your special day, I'm very glad to be here. How glad? I'm super glad. Don't interrupt the speech anymore, please. <laughs> I have to start over. Kyle, I am very glad to be here on your special day. Um No ums in my speech, please. Let me start over. Okay. Kyle, Mm -hmm. on your special day, I am very glad to be here. (laughs) I don't know why I'm looking at these notes like I have something written down (laughs) to repeat to you because these are just notes that we took about the episode that we watched. Yeah, nothing about the the wedding at all in there. Actually, I do have a little part right here. Oh, Um, you do? Yeah, it says um, the food was okay. (laughs) The liquor was, was, was good. Speaking of the liquor, uh, can I bring that up really fast? Um, Absolutely. We uh, so you know how when uh, you uh, when you have a wedding, uh, you can do the signature cocktails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should bring this up. My uh, I designed uh, my his cocktail as a Juan Bonnell, uh, and which is because uh, I'm a tequila guy. I love my tequila, uh, and I love uh, Juan Collins, which is just uh, Tom Collins' recipe substituted with tequila. <clears throat> and I didn't want to miss the pun and uh, did it. And it was a big hit. Yeah. Yeah. It everyone, was really good. Everyone seemed to like it. Yeah. I feel like I introduced uh, a lot of people to, cause I got Not a bunch of comments of tequila. Yeah. I got a bunch of comments throughout the night where people were like, well, I didn't know about tequila, but this is really good. And I'm like, yeah, you're just drinking tequila the wrong way. Tequila's, Ah, it's my favorite. It doesn't have to be shots. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. No. Yeah. No, and whiskey, whiskey's yours. Whiskey's right? mine. Yeah. yeah. Tequila, it does get me into trouble, but in shots. See, that's what I feel like people say, and I never understood that because isn't all all liquor is like if if you're drinking in like that rung of things, it's all eighty oh, proof. Yeah, but with tequila, it's just like, well, let's do another shot. Yeah, okay. Well, let's do another shot. Yeah, it's the smooth and salty that gets let's you. Let's do the shot. <laughs> let's do the shot. Push me to the stomach. Look how hard my abs are. <laughs> Why do we have a bruise? Houdini did it. He was fine. We have a bar for blood. <laughs> So, um, yeah, in the meantime, I would like to apologize because I, I, um, 
I do a lot of the post-production on these episodes and then don't say a lot. You do all of it. That, that was really the primary thing of, I just, I literally did not have time. I did, I barely had time to piss in these last few months. I am so happy with how the wedding went and we had the best fucking honeymoon on earth. It was amazing going down to Cancun, Cancun, Cancun. Uh, but I just, between working and planning a wedding, I, kind of knew what I was in for with planning the wedding. Yeah. And then when it actually was like the month before, holy crap, did that get hairy? Well, uh, you're in the thick of it now. I'm in the thick of it now, like two months and there will be another one, but it'll just be Skype episodes. Yeah. I don't have to edit that. I can be like, well, I just need an hour. Hold on. (laughs) I feel like we might still be able to get like a good, a better, uh, how about a better majority of episodes out than with me because we can still record together and then I'm not planning a wedding so I can handle the post. Yeah. And and we can still get out there. I don't edit anything. So yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, Mike and I were talking about this before we went on air. And I think what we're going to do um, just for... Ease of real life. Yeah. Is uh, move down to probably we're going to do about one episode a week. And if we happen to get more in, if we do an episode via Skype or something else, uh, then so be it. But we want to shoot for like one planned episode a week. Yeah. Which is funny because of the the last quote unquote lost episode we were talking about. Yeah, I think we're going to do one a week here. Skype. And then in the meantime, we'll do, yeah, that's, uh, we were talking about Westworld in that episode. So, I mean, that's, that's moot. Yeah. It's moot. It's long gone. Yeah. So other than, uh, my, uh, my crazy last three months of, uh, stuff that's been going on, what's been going on with you? Nothing. I've, uh, <laughs> I, uh, been working on planning my wedding. Yeah. By working on that, I mean, agreeing to things. You and, just did the register. Yeah. We just registered. Yeah. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you had less of a bad experience than I did. Yeah, ours was all right. Yeah. yeah, we picked out a lot of fun stuff. And Yours uh, lasted longer than mine. Yes, we spent four hours at Bed Bath & Beyond. Jesus. That was, uh, it was character building Yeah, to my soul. But um, we registered at Crate and & Barrel mm. and got followed around by a girl who sounded like uh, Via Senor. What's her first name? Melissa. Melissa. Melissa Via Senor. Melissa Via Senor. From SNL. Oh. Do you know her? She sounds like Kermit the Frog until she does her her uh, Owen Wilson impression. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. So do you have any uh, weird or interesting stories from registering? Because I know when I did, I uh, I got pissed off multiple times. Yeah, about the, the red. The rustic. Red, the rustic. Yeah. Um. No, not really. We... Uh, you know, the lady tried to register us for it because she didn't get. All right. When you go and register mm-hmm. as a guy, the one part you're looking forward to is using the booper. Oh, yeah. That is the only solace for the day. Like, oh, well, sure. at least I get to boop shit. Yeah. You get a device. The lady that we walked around with for an hour and a half of our time at Bed Bath & Beyond held the booper the whole time. Yeah, that's unacceptable. And I had to tell her what to boop. Oh, yeah. Like oh. boop that. We want that. And see, I'm confused because we did Bed Bath and Beyond too. And while we splint, 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 uh, while we, while Splenta. we, well, yeah, while we Splenda about half the time that we did in there, uh, as you did, uh, she gave us the booper like straight off. And like the, the, you had the little Velcro strap that yeah. goes over your hand and you hold it. it yeah. Was fun. Right away. When I had it, it was fun. Well, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, the lady that we had, 
was a little off, shall we say. Um, she introduced herself to us as RJ. My name is RJ. Her name was RJ. On her name tag, it was the letters R and the letter J. Oh, seriously? RJ. Like RJ is in like RJ. Like RJ no, Reynolds Tobacco Company? You misheard me, sir. RJ. Ew. RJ. So and she was obviously, by what the name RJ, you know, she was like the finger fold handshake <laughs> kind of lady. <laughs> It was like, ew, I hate you already, but yeah. let's, let's do this. Yeah, Show gross. me what you got. I need to wash or yeah. Purell. Yeah. Do you have any? Oh, hold on. Let me just limp wrist this to you. <sighs> yeah. She RJ. RJ. Get the fuck out of it. And it's RJ. And it didn't dawn on me until the end when we were like finishing everything up yeah. and I saw her name tag. It was like, fucking, your <laughs> fuck name, you. fucking, your name is RJ. <laughs> RJ. Regina Joan. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Or uh, Regina Jagina. Yeah. Better. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Maybe Ugh. her parents really like rhyming the word vagina. Do you, all right. Do you think that was something her parents did or do you think that's something she maybe did? Maybe she has like a really shitty name like Reginald <laughs> Val Johnson. <laughs> Val Johnson. Isn't that the guy? That's the guy's name. Isn't it? Is it really? Reginald Val Johnson. The, the cop from... Uh, fucking what's his name from family matters oh my god i think you're right winslow winslow yeah what's his first name carl carl winslow carl winslow yeah yeah who i just saw i just saw in something oh it might have been in sunny i think it was the oh yeah he's the judge in the trial of the century oh he is yeah that's yeah. hilarious uh, really quick side note. Uh, what are we drinking right we now? We are drinking uh, Goose Island Bourbon County Stout. And it's delicious. It is fucking amazing. And it is really high proofed. It really is. Yeah. 13.8. It's kind of tarish, but it's more liquidy than I would uh, expect it to be. Yeah. It's like liquid tar, but it's mm -hmm. not hot. It is delicious. And yeah. I, I bought a beer for us <laughs> while we were doing the, uh, the notes and the pre-production on this episode. And it kind of sucked. It was beer and dark beer and rum barrels yeah. don't seem to mix very well. It was it, a Scottish ruby ale that was simmered in oak, oak rum barrels, oak rum. Yeah. I don't, it was, it was, it was there. It was there. It was there. Yeah. We drank it. So, all right. You had a couple experiences with RJ. RJ. Um, anything from Crate and Barrel? Um, some bar carts, some, because not some, I just want one. Yeah. I just want people to know that I want one. Mm -hmm. Hint, hint. <laughs> um, no, I registered for those. Um, they fed us. That was great. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. Like there's a lady, but they use the stuff that you're registering for to make little things for you. No way. Yeah. So Wait, like, do they use the stuff that you specifically register for? That you can register for. Oh, it's that stuff you can they, register they for. They use stuff in the store, like... They set up little sample things uh, okay. and it's just you and a bunch of different couples and like, we're like, all as miserable as each other. Yeah. Well, you know, cause it was like nine in the morning and we're all just like, Oh Christ. Yeah. Nine in the morning. Nine in the morning. Jesse Christ. Well, yeah. Saturday I get to wake up at eight. I have to be up before eight to meet my brother at his storage unit to load up the truck. My brother bought a house. Oh, okay. Okay. So I have okay. to help him load. I thought this was like for more registering. I was like, Jesus. I got I'm registering for stuff that he owns. It's wow. It's really weird. Yeah. I'm, I think I know what I'm going to get. 
I don't want any of it. Um, Sean's giving you everything, huh? Everything. Getting the whole, <laughs> the whole nine. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we, you, it's cool. They like some lady was cooking little mini pancakes. Cool. On a little griddle thing that you could get. And one any lady. good? The pancakes were good. All right. Uh, another lady was making cookies in a little, like a micro oven, like an oven that's not an oven. Like a, uh, like an oven that's not in your wall. Like that. What was that kid's toy with the oven? Like an easy bake oven. Easy bake oven. Yeah. No, but this was like a legit oven. Oh, okay. Like electric oven. Weird. But this lady was making cookies out of it. And I mean, Katie and I already own most of the stuff you need to run a house. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, well, let's find fun things that we want. Totally. And that was the same thing when Stephanie and I registered. Like yeah. we have lived here for two years already. Yeah. Like we don't need forks. We don't need plates. Same thing with you. Yeah. We've and got, we've got towels. We've yeah. Got, Let's get some new ones, but it just drove me nuts how like they don't listen to that and they still no. try and upsell you. Like, like oh, lady, we've been in a house together. Like nothing changed. Like, so you guys are going to push your beds together, right? <laughs> yeah. Lucy, Ricky, yeah. Yeah. moving together. Squish them. Yeah. Squish them. Two twins. Yeah. That's a California king. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they just try to like, well, you're going to need this. Like, well, we already yeah. have that. Yeah. We already have a KitchenAid, thank you very much, but we'll take this meat grinder attachment. And I've told you this story of uh, how I created a little bit of tension in ours, admittedly, but when uh, she was trying to upsell us on, all right, so we have a full like plate, bowl, miniature plate, like it all matches, like dish set that we've had for a couple of years. They're great. Yeah. Works just fine. And the lady was trying to upsell us on like this $450 set of like 10 plates. Oh yeah. No, ours did the same thing. Yeah. And I was saying like, well, we're good. $75 for a bowl, a cup, a plate, and a little plate. Get out of here. $75 for one of those. And she's like, you're going to need like 16 of them in case any of them break. Yeah. And that's what she was saying to us. And she was like, well, in the long term, these better premium quality ones are really going to make a difference. And that's when I was like, well, if you drop them, the Ikea set and your set breaks the same way. Like, yeah. How, how is it actually going to last any longer? It doesn't, but you can pass it down to your children. Yeah. It's so stupid. No, like the plates, we like admittedly the plates that we have now, we need to get rid of, not get rid of, but I mean, they're zebra and bangle print plates, not bangle like the football team, but like tiger. <laughs> Did Steve Irwin have a theme? Because if he did, I'm going to play that underneath. I don't know if he did. Even though he didn't deal with tigers. No, he didn't. No, but I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) Wildcat. Anything else? Anything else going on in the last three months that we could uh, uh, kind of fill our listeners' ears with? I with, watched uh, your dog, and he hated my dog. Yes, you did. Yeah, he. The stories and the pictures that yeah. I got, he was a little dick. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. He was okay to you guys. Yeah, he was nice to us. Mm-hmm. Not to your dog. His breath smells bad. Yes, That's very. Bad. Yeah, he's actually if he licks you. It sticks to you. Yeah, I know. If he licks in your nose, you smell it for hours. Yeah. Oh, I know, man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a scarlet letter when he it hits is. you. Yeah, you just Crap. wear it. Oh, good. Um, we're actually, uh, he is going in, he's got a little, uh, a little bumpers on his uh, snoot and uh, his breath is notoriously horrific. 
Uh, so no, he no. has to, uh, <laughs> yeah. <Notorious>. Bad breath. <laughs> bad, bad. <laughs> Your dogs, press <personals. laughs> uh, So we, uh, he has to go under for uh, anesthesia to get the little, uh, it's a, a dermal cyst. It's a tiny yeah, little pinhead bump on his, uh, it's benign. Yeah. It's nothing. But, Is it uh, banal? It, it's a benign banal. <laughs> it Don't should pop it, it. It should get off his nose. So we're going to, we're going to take it off his nose. Yeah. And at the same time while he's knocked out, we're going to get his teeth cleaned because yeah, it's bad. It's rough. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. So with that preamble out of the way, uh, you, Is it gonna ruin? oh yeah, go ahead. Is it going to ruin things? <laughs> I wouldn't want to ruin your mouse, Matt. Um, should uh, should we get right into the episode, or do you want to get um, you want to take the uh, you want to take the new feature first, or you want to do that at the end? Hmm. Stick it at the end. Yeah, I kind of like the end too. Take it at the end. Yeah, uh, you have no idea what we're talking about, but uh, we have a new feature of the show, which uh, we're excited to debut, and we'll get to that uh, after season two. Episode 13. I'm cops. Hey, episode 13. We're back into it. And uh, we, Mike and I, were sifting through uh, some choices of what to do after this long gap in uh, new episodes from us. Wanted to come back strong. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, you want to kick this one off? Yeah, we are coming back with Foob Doob and Zippa Zap. Segment number one. Uh, we're in Multnomah County. Mm-hmm. Our favorite, Oregon. Our favorite county. Yeah, and uh, keep that in mind. Why is that our favorite? Hint, hint. Think about it. Hint, hint. Who are our two favorite cops? We'll get to it. Not this segment, but we will. But they're coming. Sorry, go on. You know. So we're with uh, Sergeant Lauren Caddy. Who looks a lot like Jack Palance. He does. A lot. A lot, a lot. I'll turn your balls into earrings. Uh, but he uh, is on his way to the scene of a potential drunk. Yeah. Because the, uh, or potential drunk driver, not just a potential drunk. He, well, he kind of was. It's a potential ju- drunk. Was he driving though? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he was yeah, driving. Yeah. The passenger ran and got away and they just kind of left that. Like, oh, yeah. You're well. right. You're right. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, he's on his way there because the officer that's there can't administer a breathalyzer test. Right. So uh, one of the officers has a. Uh, potential drunk driver under arrest and uh, he's not qualified to run the breathalyzer so I'm been called back to run it for him we got uh, Sergeant Caddy on his way to go and deliver this breathalyzer so they find out that uh, apparently this guy this perp hit a few mailboxes and uh, when they approached the vehicle he was slumped over sleeping in the car yeah Um, they tried to get him out of the car Mm -hmm. and couldn't so they used their what was it SR, yeah, SR the PR twenty four. The ex- and we we looked this up. They used a PR twenty four to get him out of the car, yeah. and it's a an, an, ex- an extendable anodized control baton. Yeah, control so they, baton. They whomped him. Yeah, they whomped him out of that car. <laughs> you passed out. Wake up. Well, <laughs> and in the process of whomping him out of the car, they found some Budweiser. On ice. On ice. Uh, we found open containers and about a half a case of uh, Budweiser on ice in the back seat that spilled over into the seat. I, well, I love the way this guy, the guy that they found, or the, the guy that was on the scene that they talked to, he was like, well, he was driving eastbound. Uh, he was sleeping in his car. The uh, the passenger ran into a field. Uh, we found some Budweiser, some bottles. Budweiser was on ice. <laughs> like, 
It was great. Just yeah. very, very, very enunciated. Yeah. Which uh, his accent didn't really match up to where they were. No. Like, well, I he feel didn't like even that's not that a, of an accent. It was just like his well, inflections. His inflections on words were just like, I and want it, you to know it was on ice. He had an inflection. Yeah. It, well, he, he like roboted it. <laughs> on ice. On ice. It was Budweiser beer on ice. <laughs> the vehicle was traveling eastbound. Alcoholic on, beverage on ice. On ice. <laughs> As humans call on rocks. <clears throat> so they cut to uh, inside the station and uh, they go to the intoxilizer. The intoxil the intoxilizer. I have uh I've never heard this term before. No, I I think they just call it the trunk tank. Yeah. But intoxilizer. Now I don't get the etymology behind this because wouldn't wouldn't it be the detoxilizer? Right. We're gonna detoxilize them. In, Detox them. And intoxilizer seems like they have a swim up bar inside. Ooh. That'd be pretty sweet. It would be pretty sweet. Cuff me up. <laughs> I'm going swimming. But that also implies that the drunk tank had well, it's a tank. A tank. Yeah. Okay. A drunk dunk tank. All right, we're on to something now. I know, panting this shit. All right, do you want to forget about the podcast and just go into a drunk tank? Drunk tank? Yes. All right, let's do it. I'm trying to hit pause. (laughs) (laughs) So they're in the intoxilizer and they cut to our perp who is drunk as hell. And shirtless, obviously. And very butcher billish. Very, very butcher billish. Who happens to be our mullet of the week. Yeah. And now, the best mullet of the week. Mullet. Um, but yeah, he really looks like Butcher Bill. Like, he does. Really, really looks like Butcher Bill. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Like a slightly cleaned up, less oily Butcher less, Bill. Yeah, less oily, less, hey, I've killed something with my bare hands. Because also, I think Daniel D. Lewis probably just didn't shower for a year, right? Yeah, he was like, well, how often, how often did they shower? I'm already talking in the accent. Hua, hua. That's why. Why? I don't know. Why I did hua. Yeah, that was Pacino, wasn't that it? That was hua. Yeah. Well, now, but 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 fucking man. But 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 yours. But you when you when you when you so butcher bill butcher bill in the drunk tank is drunk as hell. Obviously, yeah, and um. He's just yelling and screaming. Full of quotes, man. Yeah, full of quotes. That's all that this that I've written down here is quotes. So well, he's talking to Jack Palance and he's saying like, well, if you treat me like a piece of dog shit, I'm going to act like a piece of dog shit. Yeah. Okay, I'm- you guys treat me like a piece of dog I'll act like a piece of dog I haven't been treating you bad. No, you've been treating me like a- You guys have been treating me like a piece of dog Have they? Yeah. They've been beating me up. You've been- Baby, baby, beat me up. <laughs> and then, so Jake Palance asked him, who, well, who do you want to call? Yeah. And he goes, I want to make a phone call. Okay. Who do you want to call? I want to call. I want to make a phone call. Yeah. Who do you want to call? I'm not telling you who I'm going to call. I want to make a phone call. Well, who do you want to call? I don't want a phone call. <laughs> so <laughs> just, it's coming. Yeah. Tell him who you want to call because you're cuffed. You're obviously not going to fucking dial, man. <laughs> Relax. The guy's like, all right, we'll give you your phone call, but first we got to read you some rights. Yeah, and you've been read your rights before, but now I'm going to read you a yeah, different yeah, set of rights. rights. So, you he know, slammed my head into the 
She rattle. I have guy says unintelligible. <laughs> That's <laughs> my notes. Much. It's a lot of that. Now, if you want to make a phone call to talk to somebody, you about- damn right I want to make a phone call. You want to put some guys up against who him and his buddies who slam my head in the sheet metal. <laughs> So, uh, Officer Jack Palance, that's just his name now, just Officer yeah, Palance. Officer, Officer Palance. Um, he, he's telling him, you know, we're going to do the breath test, and he gives him the whole spiel and blah, blah, blah. And then finally, he gets to the point of getting uh, the phone number from this guy. And so he's going to dial, and he's like, all right, give me the phone number. The 726? Yeah. And immediately, he cuts him off, and he's like, is that is that long distance? Yeah. And the guy's like, well, 726. Give me the phone number, and I'll dial it for you, and you can talk. 749? Is that long you distance? You take these cuffs off me, is too. That, is that long distance? You take these cuffs off me, too. Is that long distance? You off, then. Is you it, beat the hell out of me all I you want. I haven't touched you. Salem. Is that, was that, is that long distance? You're like a, you're like a high Hitler. Yeah, high Hitler. You're, you're, you are. You're, you're like, you're like walking down the street. And then you see him, and you're like, Hi, Hitler. And Hitler's like, hi, how are you? And you're like, hello. Hello. That's not, that was like, yeah, I, I don't know why I did that. Hello. I'm off today, man. We're rusty. We're rusty. We're what rusty. Well, the, you're the, like a high Hitler. <laughs> the cop is on it though. And like immediately he's like, well, that area code's long distance and you're in Oregon. Do you have anyone local you can call? You're like, hi, Hitler. This says 749 is long distance. Is it long distance? Where is this number? What town? Salem. Well, certainly it's long distance. Where are we at? We're in Portland. You're in Portland, Oregon. Multnomah County. And the, guy, the guy's like, well, we can call collect if you want, but someone's going to have to accept the charges. Right. So what's your name? <laughs> and he gives the best name that we've ever heard as a fake. His name. Would you like to read it for us? Is Foob Doob and Zip a Zap. What's your name? If, if they're going to take a collect call, they have to know who they're taking it from. Foob Doob and Zip Zap. Never mind. They'll accept it. He's got two names. Yeah. And the cop just says, never, never mind. mind. <laughs> and he hangs up the phone. Just- so let's go back a second. We were debating while we were writing it down. Was it Foob Doob or Foob Doop? After reading it and after, you know, stewing on it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he said food, boob, dude. Mm. But what is foob then? Who knows? You think there's a foob, dude, what is that? What do you do about it? <laughs> there might be an urban dictionary for what that. Why don't you fight me? I'll fight you. I peed a little. I peed a little. <laughs> but foob, doob, foob, dupe, or foob, dude, and the zippa zap, which could be an awesome 80s rap group name. Okay, here we go. I uh, I just searched Urban Dictionary, and foob is a, <laughs> per Urban Dictionary, a completely made-up slang that has never, ever been used by any living human being other than Lynn Johnston in her, her, okay. Her. All right. Horrible comic strip for better or for worse. It's supposedly a hybrid of the word fool and boob, foob. I hmm. don't think that's this. I don't think that's what he was yeah. talking about. And then we have... A ter- okay, and then it gets dark. Um, <laughs> so we'll move on from that. Um, a foob is a suicide used by. Yeah. Was it really? Was uh, it was something about like 
breast cancer or something. Yeah, Yeah, got dark. Uh, Foob Doob and Zip a Zap, though, which I don't think (laughs) this guy. I don't think he's talking about a comic strip. No, probably not. Um, so anyway, the, the two of them argue a bit more and, uh, the, the sergeant, I love this. He's just not having it. No, he just shuts him down. The guy's like, he's like, why don't you arrest me? And was it Lieutenant Sergeant? You're already arrested. Katie's like, you're already under arrest. The guy's already in cuffs. He's already in a police station in yeah. the intoxilizer. A confusing name for the uh, weird for department he's in. The intoxilizer <laughs> beep up on the rocks. But the sergeant starts uh, his first joke, which continues forward. And he's like, man, you've got bad breath. Well, because, yeah, he get, the guy gets all up in his face. He's he like, does. Why am I to arrest that? <laughs> and the guy's like, well, drunk driving. Get your, you got bad breath. And yeah. he just <laughs> leans back like, oh, this is horrible. So they go into this whole thing about uh, he wants the cuffs off, but the cops won't let him have his cuffs off unless he goes into, into the, the cell. Yeah. He's like, well, I don't want to go to courage. And then they like, all right, well, put him in the put him in the cage. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And he goes and sits back down with the cuffs on and back and forth. It's a whole thing. Then he gets more lippy with him and they just throw him in with the cuffs on. Yeah. Basically, they're sitting there and like the cop is trying again. He's like, all right. What's your address? And the guy's like, I don't have an address. Oh, throw him. Throw on the drunk with it. Yeah. Have a little fun with it. I don't have an address. (laughs) I'm sick. And I love the pause from the cop who just goes, ah, transient. Transient. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's your address? I don't have an address. Transient, huh? So eventually, after the, all this back and forth, and this guy is just, I mean, it's talking to a blacked out idiot. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? There, there's no point. I, I can't believe the cop went this far. Oh, yeah. We're doing it. I think he really just went this far for the camera. Just yeah. like. We're not just going to throw him away. We're yeah. going to try to derogate him a little bit. You're probably right. Yeah. But he finally says, like, we don't need to put up with this crap anymore. Someone's coming to ID him. And someone does. And we have a debate. We should probably post a picture of this. Yeah. Is it his girlfriend mm-hmm. or his mom? Yeah. Is it his girlfriend or his mom? I still don't know. Don't know at all. There's no clarification. I'm leaning towards girlfriend. I, uh, but I really don't know. Oh man. I feel like it could be mom. I mean, it could be. I go back and forth. That was a very, a very like non-sexual kiss. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of, it's a cheek thing. Yeah. Which isn't the first peck we'll get out of this episode. That's true. Yeah. Either way, this, this woman, Sammy is her name. We learn later. Um, she shows up and they bring her in back and the dude is just out cold. Yeah. And she's like, tank. Foob? Yeah. Foob? <laughs> hey, Foob? Mr. Zippa? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, she goes up to him and the sergeant's like, you're not going to want to be around his breath. He's got breath like a dinosaur. You're not going to want to be around his breath. Tiny. Got a breath like a dinosaur. Get some Listerine too. Breath like a dinosaur. Turns out his name isn't. It's not Foob at it's all. It's not Foob. It's not Doob. It's not Zippo. And it's not Zap. It's not Zap either. His name is Scott. Yeah. Hey, Scott. Decidedly less interesting. Yeah. Wabe. He should just really change his name to Mr. Foob. Foob? Zippo? So they're trying to get this guy's social security number. He doesn't know it. Of course, he doesn't. 
And uh, pretty much this segment just kind of ends. Well, I mean, it ends. He does recommend he get some Listerine. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to give him a cold shower. Yeah. Maybe some Listerine. <laughs> and as he's walking out through the jail, he gets a middle finger that they don't censor. That's right. Way yes, to go, Fox. Way to go. Man, that's back in the day. Yeah. When they just regulations weren't as strict. People weren't paying attention. <laughs> like maybe he just waved and he didn't remember to take up all his fingers. That's got to be it. He's foob dube. So that brings us to segment number two, which rhymingly we're calling Arlo. 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 And if you couldn't tell by the inflection of our voice. If you couldn't tell, it's John Banal. John Banal on a narcotics call in Multnomah County, Oregon. Ha, look out, world, because here comes John. So this is bittersweet. Before we get into this. Yeah, we, um, need, to, we need to really let you guys know. After, after so long of being away, we wanted to come back with something good. So, and unfortunately, this is our last something good that uh-huh. we have with John Bennell in it. And both. And it's a two-parter, but we don't have to tell him the second part until segment three. We'll break, them in, we'll break it in season three. Yeah, yeah. Season, segment. So we wanted to come back strong. So we came back with our last episode with John Bennell in it. I'm really sorry, guys. It's the last episode of John Bennell. We've we've exhausted all of our John Manel options. So uh, we'll have to go on to world's deadliest police chases. Um, you know, we always forget to do this. Um, so let's do it now while we're still 31 into the show, 32, 33, whatever it is. Um what we do is we, if you haven't gotten this by uh now, uh we watch episodes of cops, go back, talk about it, interject a bunch of Are you doing BS stories. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, John Bennell has been one of our favorites, fan favorites. Yeah. Uh, since we started the show. A fan favorite. Fan favorite. And uh, no, I'm just saying this for in case we have a new listener right now that has never been. Uh, if you like what we're about to do, which is a lot of obnoxious voices and John Bennellisms. Then go back, listen to our other ones because this is where the buck stops. Yeah, after this, it's it's the Benel is Bowmore. It'll have to be Christmas specials with mm-hmm. world's deadliest police station police stations. <laughs> world's deadliest, world's police, deadliest stations. police crashes on this episode in Tel Aviv, and this <laughs> in this episode when buildings fall down, <laughs> the World Series of bumper cars. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Anyway, uh, we, <laughs> we're we with uh, Sergeant John Bennell, who is Sergeant of uh, Multnomah County. He's playing paintball in a museum. <laughs> they- <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad place to play paintball. Uh, so Bennell is leading a narcotics bust uh, with five primary suspects. And he knows where one of them is. Yeah, and, and he also name- names the name. Is Arlo. Arlo. We're going after Arlo. Last report, we had five primary suspects inside the house. Two include the primary female who we're really looking for. Her name is Arlo. And uh, so we we are shown the cast of characters for this segment, uh, which includes a lot of our past 
officers and sergeants that yeah. we've dealt with in the past. We have soft spoken Beardo. We have Gold's Gym can't fit into a jacket. Yep. Um, one of the ladies that was there for a bust. Yeah. Um, Which I forget what she was on. She was on the. She was on the one where they drove the the little red Corvette <laughs> or the the smallish red sport coupe. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Hold on a second. We're busy. <laughs> Mike's handing me a cord. You can't see it, but it's happening in the background. We smoke cigarettes the whole time. <laughs> it's hooked on a cord. <laughs> There's a hook. That's all right. Sorry. Anywho, so um, you guys have no idea what's going on. So soft spoken Beardo is obviously in full effect. Yeah. Um, and he's tra- he's trying to get his dragon on. Well, oh, no, that wasn't him. That was yeah, the other one. That's yeah. Gold's Gym. Because he always wears a Gold's Gym shirt. <laughs> he does always wear a Gold's Gym. Yeah. Yeah. And he's wearing, so he's wearing like a jean jacket and a bulletproof vest. And he's trying to put another jacket on top of mm-hmm. all of that. It's like a fucking turducken. <laughs> this guy is just, he is just layering meat up. Meat on meat on meat. Yeah. Meat on meat on meat on meat. So they cut to Benel in the car and he's talking about, wow, we're looking for the greenhouse. Ah, oh, it's not this one. It's not this greenhouse, is it? Are you sure? This is it. Okay, we're there. Are you sure it's this one? He's really looking for the one perfect greenhouse. Oh, here we are. It's like he's on House Hunters, and he's looking for that one greenhouse. Well, this one's not perfect. Well, I'm a professional rock climber, and my wife knits kitten mittens. (laughs) So So our budget is $3.4 million. (laughs) This is a perfect greenhouse. So they get to the front of this house, and uh, they do our favorite move, the police search warrant, and then smash. But but the turducken isn't as cool as the soft-spoken Beardo, because soft-spoken Beardo, he is one swing, and that door is wide open. Yeah, Turducken is like, smash, smash, smash. Wait, guys, it didn't work. Wait. Come on. Just give me a second. Oh, no. Smash, smash, smash. And the whole time, John Bonnell's like, "Guy, here we go. <laughs> Please search what? Go. Police department, up and up. I'm the coolest cop you know. So they get inside, and uh, the first shot that we see, other than this decrepit place yeah, that they're living shitty. in, it's a pretty shitty house, is a thousand-year-old woman with pants up to her ears. Yeah. Uh, just passed out on the floor. Yeah. Um... With a blowtorch and a pipe. She's freebasing with a blowtorch. Yeah. She's a very classy lady. <laughs> She's a very freaky girl. The kind and, uh, you don't bring home to mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that's I'm going to put that clip in now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. She never let your spirits down. <laughs> Uh, that that Benel just does not mix with Rick James as well as you think. It could. She's all right. She's all right. <laughs> She's a super freak. Super freak. She's, She's super fucking high. She's high. <laughs> so this and freaky. <laughs> this woman's passed out, and they find a whole bunch of cocaine yeah. in this place. Well, before we get into what they find, sure. Benel comes tearing into there like it's a fucking rodeo. As he does. Get down! 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 <laughs> he is just yelling. Yeah. Yelling. Yeah. Like, if he would have thrown in a yeehaw, I would not have been surprised. I wouldn't have blinked. 
he would have thrown a saddle on that old lady and he would have just broken her brittle bird bones. <laughs> that being said, they do break her elbow or something because mm-hmm. she walks out with a sling. Do anything, you guys? Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's old. I mean, she's old, but she's she's. I mean, she's too high to feel it. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, she. Uh, oh my elbow! She's like Max Mom and Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does kind of look like her a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> she's trying to say she loves me. So <laughs> basically. They end up getting a tip that there's about 300 to 400 plants. That's a lot of plants. That's a lot of plants. In this place. So all of the uh, soft-spoken Beardo and Benel and Gold's Gym, they all get together and they kind of reconvene to kind of rush, rush, I guess, yeah. the second house. Yeah, they go to rush it. Yeah. What's happened is they're growing possibly as many as 300 or 400 plants out there. Over the last two days, we got an anonymous tip. Over the last two days, we've done some follow-up and found out there's probably more than likely four lights, and that involves maybe three or four hundred plants. Um, so they do. They don't bring uh, they don't bring old Smashy. No, but um, I don't think they need to because when they walk walk up to this porch, she knocks, says it. Yeah. And then opens the door. Well, before they even open the door, as they're traversing up this beautiful porch that this house has. With the California raisin. Yeah. There's a deflated hanging from the windowsill. Deflated California raisin blow up thing. What do you call a deflated raisin? (sighs) It's a a raisin is a deflated grape. You're right. Yeah. So what's a deflated, deflated grape? A deflation. (laughs) Deflation. That's what it is now. It is deflation. Yeah. If you leave raisins out for too long and raisins go stale. <laughs> so they're on the porch and uh, yeah, Benel is leading the knock operative. <laughs> <laughs> the knockeration. And um, the people open the door and he's like, hey, hold that dog. Hold that dog or I'm going to shoot that dog. Hi, hold that dog. Police officers, and we have a search warrant. Move back with the dog. Just move back with the dog. I'll have no problem in shooting that dog if it makes one move. You understand? I, I have will no shoot problem. that dog. I have no problem shooting that dog if he makes one move. <laughs> like the dog has, he's not plotting against you, John. Mm-mm. Like this dog is a dog. Was it even a big dog? I didn't. You don't ever see the dog. Yeah, it was probably like a fucking Jack Russell Terrier or something. <laughs> yeah. It sounded it sounded like a bigger dog. I will shoot that fucking wishbone right in its goddamn head. <laughs> so they get, they get. Hey, a, Arthur, is your dog's name Pal? Well, watch this. <laughs> What's Pal backwards? It doesn't spell splat, but it's close. <laughs> so they get a search warrant and they're exploring the house and they do. They find a ton of weed. Oh, yeah. Like, um. I, like two rooms full of weed. Yeah, and Benel, of course. Uh, huh, nice plants, nice plants. Huh, yeah. looks like they're blooming. Oh, look at this. Nice plants. Yeah. And then Benel starts going through this guy's wall calendar on yeah. the wall. Huh, look at, uh, look at this. Oh, this is for May. It's June. Well, he doesn't have anything written down for <laughs> he June. He the date wrong. And it's like, yeah. Ah, oh, shit. He's got his calendar here. Take cutting within two days. Cutting deadline. Oh, this is May. Let me get to it. It doesn't have it for July, but I bet this is for this month. So they end up seizing about 8K in weed. 
which is a pretty good haul, I would say. I mean, it look. I mean, that many plants is only eight thousand. I know. You're right. It's, You're right. It seems like it should have been more, but then again, you know, whatever. Eighty nine prices. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Eighty nine you know, inflation. It's probably. Guys, it's like <laughs> wrong. Kyle, seriously, listen to me. Wrong. These these plants. <laughs> Kyle, bigly bigly plants. <laughs> Also, we've been practicing our Trump impressions. That's all we've been doing, really. He didn't get married. I didn't watch his dog. I didn't play video games. It's been three months of just We just wrong. talked like Trump for a while to each other. Listen, listen, listen. You haven't ever seen pullovers like this before in your life. Seriously, seriously. Don't watch these tweets. <laughs> also, you have to keep your eyes pretty much closed while you're talking like this. And you hear your lips have to be all the way up. Wrong. Wrong. So uh, the the guys basically gut this place. I mean, they they show all these cops and they're just all moving like two armfuls of shit out of this place. And the soft spoken beardo talks to the perp, yeah, who looks a lot like David Cassidy. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. Soft spoken beardo's like, um, did did somebody did somebody show you how you, how to do this? Did you did you learn this somewhere? Where did you where did you figure? Just tell me. Just tell me how you learned how to do this, and we'll we'll make it all better. I'm a soft-spoken beardo. Soft-spoken Just beardo, man. Come and snuggle up against my beard, and the kid lays down in the beard. It is a glorious beard. It's very nice. It's yeah, a very solid beard. <laughs> and then it just ends. Yeah, they just well, we got some pot. They got him. We really- in an unceremonious end to Bunnell's run on cops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, I, that's that's the end of Bunnell on cops. Yeah. I wish it went better than that. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't. That's really what happens. He gets them and then he goes away. He broke an old lady's elbow. He threatened to shoot a dog. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that is his last appearance. Yeah. He injures an elderly and threatens harm. He's the Anakin, Anakin Skywalker of cops. <laughs> <laughs> so that puts us to uh, dark. Uh, segment number three, which we're calling House Call Horan. House call Horan. And we're still in Portland. So if you know we're talking about Horan, we're still in Portland. What does that mean? That means we are with Officer Harry Jackson. Harry Jackson! The coolest cop that you know. Our absolute favorite cop. And I believe this might be his last as well. (sighs) Yeah. I think this is the other part of the sad news. I think that closes Benel. And Jackson. And Jackson. Jackson didn't get to go on to do world's deadliest bumper car crashes. No. no world's most amazing balloon fights. And we love to make fun of Benel, but God, there's something about Jackson. He's just so cool. He's our he's our favorite. <sighs> oh, he's our favorite. Jackson, come back to this I uh I'm still I wanna follow up. On him. Oh, absolutely. And we will. I mean, that's a pipe dream. We'll throw it out to you guys. That's our pipe dream is to talk to Jackson on the show. I think we can make it happen. I th- we we have been nothing but respectful to Jackson. If we just send him like a fucking sizzle reel of us yeah. just like yeah. sucking his dick. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to all the times that we thought we were cool. Listen, we really like you. We hate Benel. And we, we know you hate Benel. I don't hate Benel, though. I would no, love to I get Benel on I, know, I would love to get Benel. Yeah. But he knows how much we've made fun of him. Yeah. 
Yeah. And there's no way he's going to come talk to you two assholes. <laughs> one quick listen would prove all there is to know. I just got to listen to episode one and I know. <laughs> did, you don't respect police crashes at all. Did we start the show with Benel? Yeah, Benel was in episode one. Because oh. it was that that house that they break into. Or not yes, break, the cops didn't yeah. break into a house. <laughs> the house that they go to where uh, the guy had a bunch of stolen shit and Benel was just giving oh. it out to people who would come up and say, oh yeah, that's mine. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the VCR because it's eighty nine. The, the weird garage sale. The, the weird garage sale. Yeah, where the points were made up and uh, the or the and whatever ownership doesn't matter. Yeah, there, perfect. That gun doesn't have any serial numbers on it, but I have a receipt for a serial number <laughs> for a gun. So Officer Jackson is riding in his car and he spots a little Miss something. Oh, little Miss, what's her name? A little Miss, what's her name? Who doesn't seem to belong where she is? You don't live there. Oh, this is Miss, what's her name? You don't live there. Yeah, she. Uh, it's a what I'm uh, assuming and what we later find out to be true a hookah uh, at the door in this suburban neighborhood knocking on the door and he spots right away that uh oh you don't live here you don't live here and she's talking to the people at this house saying like oh she used to sunbathe in the yard or something air quotes air quotes and the lady in the house is like i don't know you and the lady's like my husband doesn't know you and the husband's like well my guy kind of know her i remember her yeah, he doesn't really say that. But, but Jackson, no, he said like she says like remember me, and then you hear just like, <laughs> and Jackson's like, oh, he don't remember he her. He don't remember her. <laughs> Was I here last summer? We don't know them. Just I don't, I don't know, know her. her. Don't know her. I don't know her. Well, I, is that your husband, ma'am? Yes. Sir. Well, good. I if she says you don't know him, you don't know her. That's his wife. <laughs> that was his wife. He don't remember her. So at this point, Jackson's still in his car, like at the curbside, looking at this go down. And uh, right after he's like, oh, he don't remember her. He gets out and he approaches the woman and the house. Yeah. And uh, uh, the prostitute, sex worker, looks like a mix of Courtney Love mixed with Victoria Jackson. From yeah. SNL. Yep. Like. To the T. Oh, to the T, yeah. Victoria Jackson, who? <laughs> I, I mean, literally. Literally, who? Yeah. <laughs> who? So Jackson, the whole time, is just cracking up at this whole situation, as Jackson does. Yeah, he's just laughing and having a good time. Um, yeah. And basically, I mean, it comes down to why is this random woman knocking on this house at 3.20 in the afternoon, and she's just house call whoring. Yeah. That's she was, really what I came down to. She has no reason why she's there. She no. was just, I used to sunbathe across the street yeah. or something. No reason. And just, Jackson's the whole time grilling her about like where she lives, and he's not getting clear answers. Well, she's and, not giving anything. No. And I thought, no, I will go down Where are you living at now, Miss Lynn? I'm still living on Alameda, but I have a, a woman friend that lives right down okay. the street. You know, the only thing that I'm concerned about is I see you out here more and more and more. I was thinking about going up to the phone booth. Would you do me a favor? Okay. Don't rent this one right here or the one down I'm there. I'm not. I'm renting one on we have, we have enough problems in there. Do you see that? <laughs> yeah. They're not once close in that vicinity. Okay, Miss Lynn. So right. it kind of just wraps and he's like, all right, well, keep it clean, Miss Lynn. Yeah, keep it clean. And then uh, with officers like you, who needs the National Guard? <laughs> Love it. And keep it clean, Miss Lynn. Bye. With you around, Jackson, who needs the National Guard? <laughs> Bye. 
Bye. Yeah. But she she doesn't even say it shitty because no, she, she says she that totally too. Legit means it. Yeah. Which this is the first of, and I feel like Jackson for his final appearance on Cops wraps up so much better than Benel does. Oh yeah, Benel was just like I, I, well, I did threaten to kill that dog. Yeah, and I broke an old woman's arm. Yeah, but, but it was Jackson, worth it. But did you see that blowtorch? Jackson has basically two people attribute their recovery to him. Yeah. So, oh no, yeah, Jackson is like three parts in this, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, multi-part. Yeah. yeah, it is three, yeah. So, yeah, he sees uh, another girl he knows. Uh-oh, I see one here. Alexandria McConnell. Better known as Buffy. Um, Miss, a- Miss Alexandria McLeod, also yeah. known as Buffy. Buffy. And we looked Ugh. it up. This was before the Christy Swanson Buffy. So this chick was Buffy before Buffy was Buffy. That's right. Yeah. Buffy. One more time just to get it all in there. Buffy. Um, but I mean, he can just, he gets down to the point so fast, so fast. And he, what I love is he spots these girls and like has a photographic memory, like crazy. Yeah, like, like he oh, remembers them all. Yeah. Names and everything. He doesn't yeah. look it up. He doesn't have it written down. He's no. like, oh no, that's Alexandria McLeod. Yeah. Also known as Buffy. Uh-huh. And Buffy, you playing Russian roulette with your life. She's missing a third toe. I know her that well. <laughs> what are you doing out here, Buffy? You got any rubbers on you, Buffy? You don't? It's your life. You know, you played Russian roulette with your life. Yeah, but... And he, he just cuts him down to the bone. Just yeah. like... Well, you're, so you're fucking up. He approaches this girl, and he kind of goes into one of his patented Jackson lectures. Uh, and he's... You know, saying like, "Hey, what about that person that rearranged your nose yeah. last time?" Okay, now let's let's go back. Let's go back to the night that your nose got rearranged. I wanted everything. I didn't want to. No, no, wait, 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 wait. What I'm saying is, let's go back to the night that that happened. Okay, the person did that to you. Did you think it was all right for the person to beat you up that way? And then it gets kind of dark because she's saying like, "Yeah, even my family ignores me," and blah blah blah. And you were the only person who showed up. Yeah. That's traditional with Buffy Alexandria Nakano. Now, how long have I known you? For a long. Time. I've done everything but from taking you home, trying to get you gone with your mother, to putting you into an overnight shelter, to putting you in jail, uh, especially like uh, when we were in the courtroom and I had to testify that for your own good, I think you should be locked up. That's fine. And you I said, didn't you told me thank you. I did because, you know what, that just shows that somebody's out there thinking about me because you know what, my mom, nobody came. Because Jackson's the shit. Yeah. And then Jackson's like, well, I know, but you got to keep in mind, like those diseases that you could catch or you could spread. And like, it's just, ah, he's just cool. And he's like, I know when you walk away from me, you're, you know, we're going to have this nice conversation now. But the second you walk away from me, you're going to be getting into a car. It's just too bad. Uh, I've always had good conversations with you, but it doesn't mean anything. See, when I leave, you're going to go right around the corner. You're going to hop in the first car that you can get in, aren't you? And she kind of laughs like, she's like yeah. yeah, 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 I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm totally going to do that. And then she walks away. <laughs> and just buy Jackson. to get that 15, 15 BJ money. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But to end it on a high note. Yeah. It's 647 PM now. Yeah. And Jackson comes across a lady that he used to know. And she now works as a CPA. And it's her in her work uniform, not yeah. uniform, but she's like work giving outfit. him business cards. Yeah. She's yeah. got business cards. She's off to work. And she like straight up attributes her reform yeah. to him. Yeah. Cause she, he says like, and what made you get off the streets? And she's like, she's like you, you did. Well, you know, I don't want to be nosy or anything, but what, what did it for you? You, Officer Todd 
chasing me off, being nosy and bitchy. Yeah, yeah. That was what did it. Officer Todd apologized for making me cry all those times. So I said, don't be sorry, because that's what did it. Well, we, we, so. we work with you trying to get it squared away. And yeah, and she's like, I, I'm going to ask you, can I give you a little peck? Yeah. Second peck of the night. Yep, second just peck. Gives him a little smooch. And uh, he lets her. Yeah. And he earned it. <laughs> and Because it's Jackson. It. It's Jackson. It's motherfucking Jackson. So that is, uh, that is, wow, I already lost it. Season, Season two, two, episode, episode 13. 13. That's right. Yeah. And um, yeah, that is our, our, our brave entry. Our brave re-entry. We're back. So um, before we wrap up the episode, let's get into a brand new segment of the show, mm -hmm. uh, which isn't that brand new. We've been encouraging this from the beginning. But none of y'all done it. Yeah, not till now. And actually, this is uh, this is several months old. Uh, <laughs> this goes back to January. Yeah. Uh, but we were off air during January, so we're getting to this now. So let's get into this. Yeah. And now, listener APB sent to the MacDAC Dispatch Center. Uh, so this... Uh, we, we always encourage you guys to send in uh, uh, listener feedback, whether it's a story, a comment, a suggestion, a question, uh, or hate mail. Or hate hate mail's mail. cool, love, too. We will read a good hate mail. I Even if it's a, a, fake, a fake hate mail. That would be great. So, oh, yeah, we haven't done this yet. Uh, yeah. We have not officially said if you would like to call into the show, yeah. you can call in, leave us a message, and we will Play you play on the show. And listen to it so, and respond to it. Yeah. The phone number is 847-744-6911. Ow. Yeah. Um, which, do, do we make that spell out something? Yeah. It was, um, it's 847-SIGN-911, like sign the waivers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> still not that good, but. Uh, but hey, best I, we could do. I called back like two or three times to keep switching the telephone number. And uh, the second they landed on one with 911 in it, I kind of had to keep that one. Yeah. So that's the best we got. So 847-SIGN-911 or 744-6911. Uh, uh, so leave us a voicemail or email us at mechtechpodcast at gmail.com. Or on Facebook. Yeah. Or we'll, we'll get all of that in the end. Or Instagram, Twitter, all this kind of thing. All this stuff. Just, yeah. just MacTac. There's no other MacTacs. Just yeah. you know what to do. M-A-K-T-A-C. That's us. Uh, so this, uh, this, this week comes from Peter Rizzo and he writes, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Please let the audience know who is your favorite TV or movie cop and why your cop would win in a fight versus the other cop. Keep up the work. Good work, fellas. Love Peter Rizzo. Thanks, Peter. Thank you. And, um, have you, uh, we've, we've had a couple of months <laughs> to think about this cause we've had this one sitting. Yeah. Um, so John McClane for John, you. John McClane. And I'm going with uh, Will Graham from uh, Manhunter. Okay. Well, John McClane will win, obviously, because he's John McClane. Okay. So he has fought barefoot against Germans. For those who Russians. don't know uh, John McClane. If you don't know who John McClane is, you need to fucking delete this podcast. And I don't even <laughs> want to, I don't want to hear from you ever. Don't even, don't even talk to me. It's from Die Hard. John McClane of the Die Hard movie series. Which one? Well, you know what? I'll just make it nice and easy. Oh, John McClane from Die Hard 1. Okay. Oh, from 1. Okay. I'll go from the first one. Nakatomi. Nakatomi Tower. Okay. He would win. Or is it Plaza? It is Plaza. Nakatomi. Nakatomi. I think they say both. They might. 
you know what? Let's just say Nakatomi and just pretend yeah. that we're right. Yeah, perfect. I'm glad you didn't say Carl Winslow because I don't think they would have fought. <laughs> they, were, they would be best friends. They'd be best friends forever. He is a cop. You're right. He is a cop in that. And he's, well, Carl Winslow's a cop in Carl Winslow and he's a cop in Die Hard. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh huh. And uh, Will Graham, I'm going from Manhunter, which is the original Silence of the Lambs uh, from, uh, I want to say it's 86. I want to say. Anyway, it was, it's William Peterson's character uh, who ended up being Grissom in CSI. So I know him best is <clears throat> Grissom. Now, uh, Mike and I have a long running joke of the movie To Live and Die in L.A., which is one of our joint favorite movies of all time. Yeah, not a joke. It is a great movie. Uh, amazing. Um, and now To Live and Die in L.A. and Manhunter are extremely similar films. Uh, William Peterson plays a kind of semi renegade cop in both. Yeah. Who's a little buzz along. I would say in To Live and Die in LA, he plays, or To Live and Die in LA, he plays a little bit of a crooked cop. Yeah. Yeah. More than a renegade cop. Yeah. All right. But a cop doing what he can. But his, uh, spoiler, uh, To Live and Die in LA. Really so, that hard? <laughs> I don't think at, I had never even heard of that movie until, until you told me about it. <laughs> I didn't know Grissom was a person until CSI. It's amazing. If you've never watched the original Manhunter, um, go do it. It's incredible. Um, I love that movie. I've seen it so many times. One of my favorite 80s action movies of all time. Anyway, so I like your pick with John McClane. I do. Oh, I like yours because Grissom. So tell me why John McClane would beat Will Graham. He's a New York cop. Mm -hmm. He's got the street smarts. Okay. Guy can crawl around at vents. Mm-hmm. He's got machine guns. Yeah. He's barefoot. He is barefoot. He's going bald. Now he is t- soul wise torn up. Torn up. Yeah. Torn up his feet. Soul as in S O L E. Right. Torn up because of the glass. Uh huh. Because Professor Snape shot the glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Professor Snape. That is his name. It's his real life name. <laughs> Professor Snape shot the glass. He had to walk on it. Uh huh. Because what do you do? He, you know, he had to run. You have to. He had to run. Yeah. And he had to take his feet off so he can make, or his feet, he had to take his feet off. He had to take his shoes off so he can make fists with his feet. Uh huh. When he got off the airplane. Okay. Because that's how he centered himself. All right. As per the guy on the airplane that told him. Now, why, <clears throat> why in uh, Do or Die, we'll get to my guy okay. in a moment. And we'll get to McLean fighting Graham in a moment. But why is McLean the ultimate in mercenary for your purpose? Well, we got quips. Okay. He's full of quips. Ho, ho, ho. I've got a machine gun now. Come down to the coast. Have a great time. Have some laughs. Have some laughs. Uh Uh-huh. Yippee-ki-yay, obviously. Motherfucker. And ah, no bullets. Uh-huh. He's John McClane. Okay. He's got it all. All right. Not even just because of the quips, but he's got it all. All right. Now, <clears throat> can we just real quick? He also has a record. He has an actual record out. Yeah. Maybe not John McClane himself. Okay. But Bruce Willis. The return of Bruno. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where he covers, you know, the funny story. My my parents used to have that album, and they would play uh, his cover of Secret Agent Man ad nauseum 
over and fucking over. Well, I've heard that the re- the record, so many times. The rest of the record's pretty good. Is it? It's pretty good. They never got past that song. We've played it a couple of times. You've been over. You've yeah, I know. It. I hear that one song and I kind of tune out. Not because I dislike him, but just the secret agent man. Vietnam, you know. But the rest of it's good. All right, so go, um, we've heard the pros of McLean. Give me the cons of John McLean. What are his weaknesses? He's divorced. Okay. Separated. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't take a cab to Nakatomi. He took a limo, and he brought a big bear that he left with his limo driver, Argyle. Ah, the days before Uber, huh? Exactly. Yeah. He couldn't call an Uber X. Nope. No, he had to call a limo. Yeah. Um. Yellow pages and all. Yellow pages and all. He had to flip through it at the airport. Might have even been white pages. Right. He might have got a finger. Like a rube. Yeah. He might have got a paper cut. Wait, white pages were residential, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Man. Could have been blue pages. Never mind that. Um. <laughs> so he's divorced he's and he divorced. didn't take a cab. He didn't take a cab. Okay. So pretty solid cons, I think. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's all I got for cons. Combat wise. Does he have any cons? Weaknesses? No, he's, he's John McClane. He's John, he's John McClane. <laughs> okay. So for Will Graham, um, for Will Graham, I'm going to say his, his pros are he put away Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Now, uh, let me clarify. I am not talking about the Red Dragon or the Hannibal TV show incarnation of Will Graham. I did not watch the Hannibal TV show. I've heard middling mixed things about that. I did see red dragon. Ed Norton was okay in it. Eh, yeah. eh I could pass on that. Um, but Manhunter, that's the true, I got really into those books. Yeah. I loved the, the whole lector series of stuff. Um, and I think Peterson's version of the character is the definitive one. Um, so f- for one, he put away Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Um, how did so, he catch Hannibal Lecter? So that's crazy. How did he catch Hannibal? Oh, it's been a little while. Wow. Answer me, Kyle. How did he catch Hannibal Lecter? Oh, I'm trying to remember now. Could he smell his cunt? <laughs> <laughs> well, he put away Hannibal Lecter. He, um, let's see. He also, um, he's able to empathize with the mind of a serial killer, which is also a con for him. That's pretty much a con. Yeah. Well, uh, yes and no. But he's able to get into the headspace. Tick tock, tick tock, Mr. (laughs) Kyle. See, all right. So I think, in my opinion, I think uh, John McClane is good tactical wise. Yeah. And I think um, Graham is good psychology wise. Okay. Um, So they'd make a great team. Yeah. Like Ben Allen Jackson just rolled into one. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Graham Synergy. was able to take down the Tooth Fairy killer, which was a uh, semi-pseudo copycat killer of Lecter's who was inspired by and kind of protege, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh, he was able to circumvent him doing even more and blah, blah, blah. And what are you laughing at? I, Mike's <laughs> laughing. You said, it's dumb. I I just thought of circumvent. <laughs> Someone tried to circumvent the law. <laughs> Very sorry. Is that arrested? Yeah, it's arrested. Yeah. Um, Excuse me, officer. I believe someone's trying to serve some vent. Serve some vent. So I think in a real world 
situation. But what about in a real world road rules challenge? Oh, where they have to live in a house together for 30 days. And then they have to live on a bus Ooh. together for 30 days. I will disregard this. This, this is a whole nother line of questioning. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like John McLean could. I feel like McLean could physically kick Graham's ass, but Graham would be able to see it coming and maybe put him down before that. So he needs some prep time. They're evenly matched. I think that McLean could probably kick his ass. Yeah. But okay. if McLean went like rogue or something, mm -hmm. then Grissom could catch him. Well, in you could argue that McLean was somewhat rogue. I mean, he was rogue, but he, he was, was out of like, jurisdiction. I was saying like, if he went rogue, like, well, time to start killing. Okay. All right. You know, then if he went full, full off on, the books, just, assassin. Yeah. No, I'm a bad guy. Okay. Yeah. Then I think he could catch him. All right. Well, but yeah. so we're in agreement. John McClane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we just ended on McLean there. Huh? Yeah, we absolutely. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, there was a little bit of agreement from your end. I heard it over there. <laughs> I heard, I heard agreement about McLean. I think I heard you say McLean is the better cop. Um, and could probably kick his ass. It would have been really funny if we would have done like uh, both cops from uh, Lethal Weapon. Oh, oh, like would who yeah. would have made it to the end, even though they both do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who is too old for this shit? Who is too old for this shit? I'm too old for this shit. Too old for this shit. Yeah. So thank you to Peter for writing in and giving that question. And apparently uh, Mike won with McLean. I don't know if I won. Yeah, we'll give it to you on this one. I McLeaned you into that one. <laughs> That's really what happened. It was just like uh, McLean, right? McLean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like seven movies. Three of them are good. <laughs> Two real. of them are better than the other. <laughs> The third one's kind of... Uh. So if you guys have a question, comment, story, suggestion, question, comment, Anything. story, suggestion, question, comment, comment, suggestion, story, I'm looping. Yeah. Uh, write into mechtechpodcast at gmail.com or again, call 847-744-6911, leave us a message and we will play you on the show. We will. Yeah. We will do it. And uh, from, uh, I think that's all I have that's for uh, I this week. Yeah. yeah. We're, uh, we're over an hour. Here. That's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to throw at our listeners? Happy to be back. Yeah, I'm happy to be back too. It feels good. Feels good. I'm back in the saddle again. And I'll be back in luck. I don't know. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Ta da. Ba -ba -dum -bam. So like always, uh, follow us on MacTech.com or if you're on social media, uh, you can find us on Twitter at MacTech. Are we, uh, it's Mac been a while. Podcast. <laughs> so, so when I always fuck up, regardless. Yeah. So we're at MacTech. Are we just MacTech? At MacTech Podcast. Or MacTech Podcast on yeah. Twitter. Uh, MacTech on Instagram. On, on Instagram. We're MacTech Podcast on everythingbutter.com. Okay. So we're MacTech Podcast on everythingbutter.com. <laughs> So go to MacTech.com or at MacTech Podcast on... Everything else. Yeah, everything else. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. WhatsApp. Yeah. Live uh, Journal. Uh, Snapchat. Live Journal. <laughs> Zanga. Yeah. MySpace. MySpace. Old MySpace. We got a pretty... We got some sweet jams coming up for you guys. Check out our brand new bulletin on MySpace. You want to be in our top 
Eight? I was never on MySpace. Eight? Five? Hey, you were on MySpace. I was on MySpace. I didn't do anything with MySpace. I didn't really do much with MySpace. I signed up. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. It was MySpace. I mean, that was back when Facebook was only for people who were, you know, in school and I had a Facebook, so I didn't want to brag. When it was this. like an actual Facebook? Uh, it was for, uh, you know, meeting sweet people that you saw in your classes. Yeah, no. That wasn't <laughs> that cool. I had a Facebook, though, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it was Buffalo Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I actually finally watched that movie though. That was that's that's something that I did. Sounds of the Lambs. I finally watched Sounds of the Lambs. We're bringing it back to Manhunter, man. Bring it back to Manhunter. Bring it back to Manhunter. Bring it back to Manhunter. Did you like it? I did. Did you like the uh, the night vision at the end? Yeah, that's a crazy scene. Both my dog and your dog were absolutely terrified of the dog that was barking in the movie. Oh, you watched that while you were watching Romo. Watching Romo. Oh, while we were in Cancun. I watched it pretty recently. <laughs> that was pretty good. Have you read those books ever? No, I haven't. They're very good, and I very highly recommend them. I'll have to check them out from the library. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so fun to talk like that. Uh, fun to talk like you this. You just really let your voice go. It's just the thing you do. Just put the lotion in a fucking basket. <laughs> So anyway, this has been uh, episode 14 of MacTech, where we covered season two, episode 13, and then profusely apologized yeah, for... We, we finally came back. We keep touching we, feet. We do. I'm we, really sorry. We've I've, done I've that a few times. a little bit. Th- that was my fault this time. I've, I kicked you like three times. <laughs> and then I caressed like once, but whatever. So this has been Mike and Kyle Touch Toes. Mike and Kyle Touch Toes. Oh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Just, you know, just check us out like Facebook or Twitter or call us. Did you fuck me? I'd fuck me. God bless America. Thanks for listening. Cut, wait, wait. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Goodbye, horses. (laughs) Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me obviously so hard. I'd fuck me so hard. You'd be like, "Are you a vodka?" And I'd be like, "No, I'm Donald." He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Let's just be serious. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to MacTag. All listeners are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Send an APB to Mike and Kyle at MacTagPodcast at gmail.com for any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes of the show. Don't forget to subscribe to MacTag on iTunes and follow along at MacTag.com. MacTag has been a Canary Renegades production. MacTag. Stop resisting.